0: Hey everyone. Look at us getting all back on track to weekly releases. This is episode 30. I'm that Tunes guy and with me like always is Mr. Neo himself. How you doing, sir? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh Zenphone Club. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with it so far.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, it's been an interesting week. I think we're going to start off our Multi-episode series of Diablo advice, then maybe talk some Heroes of the Storm and some Overwatch as well. What do you think?
1: Sure. Sounds like a plan.
0: All right. Let's jump right on into Diablo awesomeness. Now that Nia and I are both 70, the leveling adventure is over, and we want to talk about what you do once you hit 70. Mr. Deep Fried Dave sent us an email quite a while ago, actually, asking us what to do after 70 and all the confusing things that kind of open up and options that become available once you hit 70. So I want to start it off asking you, what do you do first Neo when you hit 70? Thank whoever power leveled me. You're welcome. And then what do you do?
1: Um, I, it kind of depends, but, um, generally at that point I focus on what I need to do to get my seasonal journey going to where I'll get my free set.
0: Yeah. Well, preface this with uh, we both play hardcore and seasons so this is all mostly based around that You'll, if you're playing console or you're first new to the game it can all be integrated into your standard what to do at 70 but this is mostly going to be based on our experiences of seasons and hardcore.
1: Now, I guess considering that the question was coming from a place where someone might be, you know, soloing and doing their first 70 and they actually went through the storyline and kind of ground out the levels to 70. So in that case, what I end up doing is I try and figure out, okay, what's my starter build at level 70 that I'm looking for? Um, A good resource for console or PC would be Diablo fans. Um, Diablo fans is a great website for builds and you can usually look up like Demon Hunter Starter Set or Demon Hunter Starter Build and there will be builds that require no set bonuses and um, what I'll end up doing at level 70, the first thing I'll be doing is I'll try and run normal bounties and normal bounties will get me some rares that are level 70, some rare weapons that are level 70 and I'll have a chance at maybe a couple legendaries here and there from the loot crates and it'll get me some materials. And that'll get me to a point where then I can probably start running T1 riffs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And running bounties on normal as fast as you can is actually pretty productive to start with. Because you get lots of crafting plans as well, especially your gem ones for upgrading gems. Yep.
1: Yeah, so like especially from a solo perspective or like your first 70, you know, I think that's a really great first step is, you know, normal bounties.
0: Yeah, and you can... uh open your game up to public if you're on PC and actually look for people uh, that maybe are playing normal bounties. Like at the start of seasons, you'll find people that are doing normal bounty runs.
1: Yeah, you can still do that on console if I remember correctly.
0: Okay, I've actually never played the console.
1: Yeah, I, well, I, like I said before, I played it back when, before they released Reaper of Souls on PC.
0: So once you get those materials he was talking about, You're going to need Kanai's Cube. Now this this hasn't always been in the game, but it's there now, and you should go to Act 3 and you should get it because those materials combined with Kanai's Cube can do some pretty crazy things. There's a, I guess, recipe button in the bottom right-hand corner. You can read once you open that window to tell you You can upgrade rares to legendaries, you can re-roll legendaries, you can re-roll set items to other slots in the the set.
1: When you're first getting started, though, the main thing you're probably going to be looking at is just extracting powers from maybe some nice legendaries that you had that were lower level, but had good effects.
0: Absolutely. Weapons with on-hit procs or rings or bracers things you're allowed to extract one weapon power one armor power and one jewelry power so any combination of those that can help give you an edge whether you need defense or dps
1: yeah so so now we're looking at okay i just hit 70 now my goal is going to be equip in rares and get the kanai's cube so normal bounties and you'll get that you can get the bounty in act three that's up then the um what's that area called?
0: Seseron something or other. Yeah,
1: so if you see a bounty that's up there in Act 3, do your bounty and then clear that big ass area and eventually you'll find the cube. And uh you know, it gives you a little book that you can look at like you were saying, you click the button and it'll tell you all the things you can do with it and they'll become more and more useful. As you go along. And
0: it, I, I'll mention that's actually a two-stage area. If you're doing the bounty, you'll, the bounty is usually in the first area. There, f- You'll find a door eventually if you explore enough that will take you to the second part of that area. And that's where you'll find the cube.
1: Yeah. And actually, it's one of the coolest designed open areas. Um, it's one of the very few that are like an outdoor and an indoor combination area without a zone in between.
0: Yeah, and lots of traps and different style of monsters they added more recently.
1: Yeah, it's actually a really cool zone.
0: Yeah, so you've got the cube now. You've run some normal bounties. You've got some materials. You've got some crafting you can do. What you're going to want is to stay on normal. Well, this is my opinion. Stay on normal until you can run T1. Right. Right. As soon as you can run Torment 1, that's when set items can start dropping. So as soon as you can run T1, even if it's not as fast, as long as it feels productive, do that.
1: Well, the important thing here, too, is that at T1, um, you start getting more likely to get Rift Keys.
0: Yes, that is also a big important part. Uh, Rift Keys will let you do greater Rifts. Greater Rifts give you... Legendary gems, which you can socket into only rings and necklaces, but all have pretty awesome powers that can spike your DPS or defense quite a bit to start with.
1: Now I know you had said that they were bringing seasons to the console, so it's a good point to also interject. At the at this point, you're probably going to want to be trying to focus on finishing chapter one of uh of your um, seasonal journey and uh, chapter two, and a lot of that you'll you'll end up doing in the course of these normal bounties and um, just doing some stuff like getting some money to upgrade your your smith and things like that and at that point you should have two pieces of set gear
0: once you start getting into the uh, free sets if you're able to try and do those uh, those seasonal journeys step two three and four are the ones that give you each step will give you two pieces of the of a set, and that set changes each season. But it'll be a free six piece once you're all done up to step four. Yep. And what is it? This season was
1: well for demon hunter was it was gnats.
0: Uh, yeah, but for monk it was Uliana's. So I mean, Uliana's was okay. I used it for. I don't know a couple hundred paragons till I had enough to switch over to a set that I actually wanted to use but having a free set at 70 is just awesomely helping for getting that first power spike it may not be the best set that you're going to use all season or for even half the season but it will definitely increase your fun and excitement and you get to try different sets if you haven't tried them. Tried them before. So, da, 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 once you have normals, you've done bounties. The other thing I like to suggest when you're new, after you've gotten some materials and stuff, is when you're over at Kadala, you can gamble slots that you don't have legendaries in. And I would suggest doing that for your armor. To get other legendaries, I mean, I don't suggest Kadala for gambling weapons or jewelry because the increased cost for blood shards is just kind of way too high, at least at the start. If you uh, if you don't have a lot of shards, I would suggest avoiding weapons and jewelry. If you don't get uh, legendaries from Kadala, save at least one rare from each of the slots you've gambled because you can go over to Kanai's Cube and for 25 Death's Breath and 25 of the three yellow, blue and white crafting materials you can upgrade level 70 yellows up to legendaries. You may not get something that's awesome but usually legendaries, even if they're not the best powers they do have increased stats over rares. So that definitely helps out. Once you've got legendaries in each slot, the sets are what you're going to be aiming for. And if you don't get the free six piece, like let's say you're new to the game and it's out of seasons, sets don't drop. the The main class sets don't drop until T1 or Kadala, so or the upgrades in the Kanai's queue. But you, they won't drop in normal runs, just in the open world. That's why I said to kind of bump up to T one as soon as you can.
1: Yep. Yeah that's an important step. That's what you're shooting for. Is once you start getting into the torments, then you'll start usually start seeing more progress because you'll get more loot, you'll get better weapons, you'll get better set pieces and griffs griff keys.
0: I like to stay at Torment One for a while until I'm just walking through everything. Elites are getting one shot at everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that'll just depend on, like, if you actually have the set bonus and if you're able to go through the, uh, uh, you know, seasonal journey fast and get those set bonuses really quick, you can you can leapfrog through uh, Torment levels pretty quick, up to about T4 pretty easily. And then to get past T4, it takes some tweaking.
0: Yeah, that's when you're going to start looking into support items and stuff for your build, which I think maybe we'll kind of save for the next time right we will go into like after you've got a set but uh no i I run torment one till I can run through everything and then slowly bump it up but we also play on hardcore so I like I super prioritize my toughness right at the start right and I don't really re-roll anything to damage until after I'm to a point where I'm not super scared of anything killing me yeah then I'll start doing dps
1: yeah i think that's a pretty normal progression for hardcore i mean when you're soft core you can kind of throw yourself at the content and always prioritize dps stats over it
0: absolutely and that might maybe you don't want to play hardcore you don't like that dying and losing everything so if you're playing softcore and you don't care if you die prioritize the dps kill things as fast as possible i guess
1: well and, you know soft core is definitely um a more forgiving way to learn the game. Now, hardcore now is nothing like hardcore back in the day. And it's it's not even quite as punishing as it was in the beginning of Diablo 3.
0: There's death passives now. Mm-hmm. If you're playing hardcore, I suggest as soon as you unlock your death passive for your class, use it.
1: Yep. It's pretty. It's a mandatory slot.
0: Don't be a deviant. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll just, you know, hang back here. <laughs> Boom.
0: So that is pretty much what we can give you for this week for Diablo. Once you hit 70, get the Kanias cube, run some normal bounties, bump up to T1 when you can and do your seasonal journey.
1: Yep. And that that'll get you a really solid place. And you know, just following and just following the four the four starting chapters of the seasonal journey or I guess starting chapters, that's the priority of it. But I mean, that's the majority of it. But as you just follow the seasonal journey, you'll end up, it'll kind of breadcrumb you through a normal progression. And, you know, it may not be 100% the most optimal, but it will definitely get you where you're going. You know, it'll kind of steer you towards what we're telling you to do at this point. Because, you know, first it'll have you be running normal bosses and normal bounties, and, and you know, there's some things you end up picking up along the way that might be kind of important. And some things that, you know, players who've gone through it a couple times will remember. Like, once you've gone through the game, if you haven't already, you're going to want to go and on normal, which is fine, go kill, what's his fucking name, Ale. So you can get Reaper Wraps. You know, it gets you the recipe for Reaper Wraps. So that's an easy to craft legendary that you can just slap on your wrists that has a decent passive that pretty much is useful for most classes, especially when you're working you know, starter builds where you're going to be a little bit mana-starved.
0: Absolutely. And the seasonal journey will also get you to do things like reroll a weapon into your socket or upgrade a rare to a legendary in the cube. Things like that. That'll It'll, it'll kind of show you where you should be going and it progresses difficulty to it. Like the first step will say, do these things on normal. Second step will be... Do these things on hard or master, and then bump up to torment, and then torment four.
1: Well, the nice thing about those little things like upgrade the blacksmith or re-roll a weapon is that sometimes that's things that newer players might skip while they're leveling and may not pay much attention to. So when you're starting to go through that seasonal journey, it kind of explains it kind of forces you to sort of take a look at these things and understand oh this is how I enchant something now I kind of get the hang of it this is how I re-roll an item this is how I you know craft something this is how the gem crafter works so it, it doesn't really I mean it's, it's a little hand-holdy in a way but it's not in an overbearing tutorial kind of way
0: yeah, you don't have to listen to the seasonal journey to start with until you want your free gear pieces. Right,
1: but in doing it, like having gone through the seasonal journey a few times now, I think it's a pretty effective way to help someone who really doesn't know what they're doing. Like, like let's say your buddy decides, "Oh, I'm gonna play Diablo," and someone and someone power levels him and then just fucking throws him out into the wild. That happens all the time, right? like, yeah, man, I'll parallel you and then I'll help you. But you don't actually know how to play the damn game. Now you've got a level 70 and you get no idea how to play the game and you've got no gear. If you just start following that seasonal journey, it'll pretty much, it's like a tutorial in a way, you know. It'll pretty much get you through all the basic points of like, this is how I get gear. This is how I change my gear. This is how I upgrade my gear. This is how I rift, you know.
0: This is how we rift. Yeah. Let's stop there for Diablo. We'll continue on. I got a few more things we'll throw in next time. Yeah.
1: We're probably about like a quarter of the way through basic stuff for, for level 70s, I think. Maybe halfway.
0: Somewhere in there. But we, we will continue this on the next episode, I believe. And for now, let's jump on over to Heroes of the Storm, the game Neo really loves. What's going on over there, buddy?
1: Stuff. And things. Lots of stuff and things. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a lot of change since last week. Or st- We're maintaining right now. And I'm basically still just waiting for fucking Ragnaros.
0: Yeah, well, it hasn't even been a month since BlizzCon.
1: I know, but the problem is, is that I was more excited for Ragnaros than I was for Varian anyways. So, I mean, it's only been, I think, two weeks. I think this is the second week. So, they usually release them three to four weeks. So, if I'm really lucky, we'll see Ragnaros this Tuesday. However, what's probably more likely is that maybe he'll hit PTR next week, and then the week after that, I'll get him, which is fine. I'm kind of hoping that it's this Tuesday because then that would give him a week to settle into a meta before season the next season starts.
0: Yeah, and that would be nice too because I know hip, like if oh, what do I want to say here? If he's if people don't know him, they're probably going to waste a ban on him in ranked.
1: And even if they don't waste a ban on him, you're going to get people that suck at him just wanting to play him. And cuz you always get these people. It's day 1. They spent all fucking morning with a stim pack grinding the character to five just so they can play him in Hero League. But nobody knows how to play with him. Nobody has to pl- knows how to team with him. And nobody knows how to kill him. So it ends up just being a shit fiesta. So I really like release week for a new hero in, in ranked can sometimes be a fucking mess. Just because it's a monkey wrench and everybody's trying to figure out how it goes. So I'd like a week for it to settle.
0: Or they're wicked overtuned and they
1: carry ranked. I'd prefer that because I know how to deal with that. You either play them or ban them. It's when they're not overtuned, but they just... Especially something like Ragnaros because even if he's not super OP, he changes the way the game is played. Similar like KT, Kael'thas changes the way you have to play against him. You can't bunch up as much. You actually have to... Like if you're playing with a Brightwing... Sometimes it's dangerous to hug the fucking Brightwing for heels if there's a KT because you're just spreading the bomb around, you know what I mean? So when it's something that's fundamentally different like that, then even if he's not super overpowered, it can just completely throw a monkey wrench in, in ranked.
0: Yeah, till people figure out, hey, there's a KT. Stay the fuck away from each other.
1: Exactly. And, you know, I I honestly don't think... I think Ragnaros will be strong just from what I'd heard some people say when they got to play him at BlizzCon but I don't think he's going to break the meta. I think it's going to be the exact same meta, and we're just going to have Ragnaros in there. So I'm looking forward to it.
0: I still need to work on getting my G skin for Genji because I'm thinking about five out of fifteen played, and now we have a month to play ten games of Heroes. I don't know if I'm going to make it.
1: Well, I can play some games with you tomorrow night.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe when I get home from. The Polar Express. That should be exciting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, um, uh, I'd definitely play some games with you. Maybe see if we can find some time this week. You know, I have a week coming up where I'm basically going to be on my own, so I'll have lots of game time.
0: Nice. I have two weeks off after Christmas, so I will be able to do the things and play the stuffs. It'll be awesome.
1: Yep. But, yeah, I mean... It's kind of pretty, it's pretty funny because I completed my 30 games in a couple days or something like that.
0: Yeah, but that's like your, of all the Blizzard games, I think that's your favorite, is it not? So, I mean. It's
1: my primary game of games. Like, not just Blizzard, it's my primary game.
0: So, I mean, it's understandable that 30 games, well, 30 games of 20 minutes, that's 10 hours of fucking hot
1: in like two days. It's a couple days. All right, maybe three but i did it pretty quick
0: i mean but the average gamer probably puts in 2 3
1: hours a night yeah so i mean it's like it's not the the trick is is doing it with you know having a friends list that's active you know that's what makes it different it's like you can't get that just by going on and soloing it unless you're going on and going in the general channel and be like i oh, need me that don't g skin and and then you just fucking send out invites or some shit but I'm lucky enough to where, through Chair League, I have a really active friends list on HOTS.
0: Yeah, that definitely helps. Because I think I have about five friends, including you, that play HOTS.
1: Yeah. I've been wanting to get back into WoW. I did resub and I haven't logged in yet.
0: I canceled my sub again, and I probably won't. That's the third time I subbed for, like, a couple of months I this really, year.
1: I really, really want to. I really want to make it work. It's just it's so hard to actually find the time to do it when I've got heroes and overwatch. and I don't know. We'll see. Because I really want to raid. I really want to experience the new raids. It sounds cool. Like the nightmare sounds neat. I want to I wanna go into the Emerald Dream. But I'm really behind and I need to get that done. And then I probably need to try and find a, a normal raid group. Because I'm not too... I don't know. I guess I could do it on Raid Finder. But that seems kind of fucking lame.
0: See my two games right now have been Diablo and then the Division, which after patch 1.5 has basically turned it into Diablo with guns. Yeah,
1: yeah, I heard that there's set pieces and set items, so now you can get like your hipster set and your uh, your douche bro uh, tap out set and uh, yeah and your Adidas tracksuit. <laughs>
0: No, well, what they did was they have set items, they have named items, which are basically like legendaries with special abilities, and then they added world tier levels, so you basically change your difficulty like torment levels, and gear drops just like Diablo. You find items, you make a build, and then you tune your build.
1: I mean, I give it shit, but it's, it's good natured because everything I've heard from you and Remy... And every little bit I've heard about the game, I think it sounds like they're doing it well. So, I'm glad you're enjoying it.
0: When that game released, I was not into it.
1: Well, when it released, it was, it didn't have a lot of this
0: stuff in it, from what I understand. It was, to me, it was exactly like the release of Diablo, where the gear didn't drop as much, shit was harder, like, there wasn't anything special. It wasn't really empty it.
1: like Destiny? Because that's what I thought it would be like. I thought it would be kind of empty, like how Destiny was when it dropped.
0: Mm, They've added, like, well, it's got Underground, which is basically...
1: No, no, I'm not talking about, like, after they've added stuff. I'm just talking about launch.
0: At launch, it was fairly empty. It was get to 30 and then go into the Dark Zone.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of like Destiny then. It was a lot like Destiny. More so than Diablo, because Diablo had a lot of stuff. It's just no one could actually fucking do it because it was too goddamn hard. Yeah. I agree. Okay.
0: But even no when Diablo started and there was no rifts and stuff, once you got past the hard stuff, all you did was farm the hard stuff again. And that's, yeah, that's a true. lot of what Division was like. I mean, they've added underground, which is basically like greater rifts. Hmm. I mean, it, riffs.
1: I, I it, it's definitely intriguing, but when I looked at it on Steam today cuz I saw you playing it and I'm like, I should get this and just fucking just be like, hey, I'm on the division now and send you a fucking message, right? But then when I saw the goddamn price tag, because I'm not going to buy a game like that and not have the expansion.
0: Yeah, and last week, Black Friday, it was 30 bucks for everything.
1: It wasn't. It was just 30 bucks for the DLC.
0: No, it was literally $10 for the game and $20 for the season's pass.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it. La-
0: last week was yeah, it was $30 for
1: everything. I didn't realize that I would pay $30 for everything. But I'm not yeah. going to pay 90 cuz they can go fuck themselves.
0: Yeah, and you just they'll probably have like a Boxing Day sale or something. Well, and like,
1: what's stupid about it is that like I say that, right? If I actually got into the game, I know I would get my money's worth out of it just like it did at Diablo and stuff. But once again, I think I look at that game and I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool, whatever. But it's going to be the exact... It'll probably be an extremely similar situation as to WoW. Is that I'll end up having this game that I just spent 90 fucking dollars on. And I play it a couple hours. And then I'm like, oh shit, team's on. I'm playing fucking fives and hots.
0: Yeah. Well, you could be like me. I bought it and the expense... I bought the game and the DLC season pass on PlayStation. So in Canada, that's 125 bucks. And then I bought it again on play on pc and then like three days later it went on sale
1: yeah well i mean that's kind of what i ended up doing on on freaking destiny i bought it on 360 with the season pass and the pre-order right and then and it's funny because i had titanfall and i didn't like it so like the day before destiny came out i went to GameStop, traded my shit in and then pre-ordered like the 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 um, edition I can't remember. I don't think it was the collector's edition, but it was one of the editions of Destiny. Some Guardian edition, yeah, something or other. Because I remember getting a bunch of stupid skins or some stupid shit, and then played it on 360. Met all of you fucks, and then when I bought an Xbox One, I ended up buying the whole fucking thing again because I couldn't get it to transfer for some reason. Huh. Like there was some sort of weird problem and there was like some sort of deal going where if you bought it for digital, so I ended up buying the whole fucking thing digital. The things we do to play with our friends. You know what the best part is? I finally uninstalled it the last time I fired up that piece of shit. I mean my console.
0: <laughs> After you figured out the UI? Oh, fuck me.
1: Yep. You know, it's it's a shame too. Like There's stuff I would like to play that's console exclusive, but... None of it's on Xbox anymore. And and like I just can't get past that menu. It just it it infuriates me. It, it, it just pisses me off. And like for some reason today I was thinking about I wonder if I could find Ace Combat on PC. And they made an Ace Combat for PC. But it was like a newer one. And it was like all this weird shit that they added to it. I'm like I just want to play Ace Combat 4. So really what I need is a PS2. <laughs> <laughs> I want a PS2 and an Xbox 360. That's what I, I want to go back to that. That's when console gaming was decent. You know. It wasn't it wasn't ever perfect, but it was I enjoyed it and I liked I liked my PlayStation 2. I liked my Xbox 360. From day one, I've hated my Xbox One. I enjoyed some games on it. But for as far as hardware goes, I've hated that thing.
0: Yeah. I was looking at PlayStation Pros at Best Buy, <laughs> and I was like, really? There's there's literally nothing I can do to justify upgrading from a PlayStation 4 to a PlayStation 4 Pro.
1: No. The only thing I did is like I was looking at Black Friday deals, and there actually was um, a deal going where you could get like a 4K TV and a PlayStation 4 Pro, and it was like 400 bucks. Like the whole fucking thing. Yeah, but that's got to be like the shittiest TV. I know, right? It's like that's the thing. It was like some Sanyo motherfucker or some shit. Some Signenheiser. And I was like, whatever. But I, I don't care because, to be honest, like the only deal that I missed out on Black Friday, other than apparently the division, that I was that I was bummed that I fucking didn't realize was going on, is the Steam Link was on sale for like twenty bucks.
0: That would have been okay. Yeah,
1: because I have some games that I wouldn't mind sitting in front of the couch and playing with my controller. Like, I'd actually do some of my racing games with, like, a Steam controller on the TV. I wouldn't play anything twitchy, but...
0: Get two Steam controllers and play Castle Crashers with the kids.
1: Yeah. Like, there's a lot of cool
0: games. That's a wicked little computer game. Castle Crashers, you ever play it?
1: Yeah. Actually, I played it on Xbox. On (sighs) the arcade. I would would totally play that. Yeah, it's a cool little game. I think wasn't it right. wasn't originally from like Newgrounds, I think it started on Newgrounds. I might be wrong. The same people that did. We need to get back the, on track here, dude. There's a track.
0: The track of we we've talked about other stuff for like the last ten minutes. Okay, I'm sorry. People
1: just like the chatter. It'll be all yeah, right. Yeah, they do. It'll be yeah, all right. I don't know who who made Castle Crashers. Was it New Game? I don't remember. I think it was the same people that did Alien Hominid.
0: I uh, don't think I played that one. I did get Skyrim Remastered for free, though, and I've put some hours into that. Yeah,
1: I got that. I thought that was pretty clever. I like the fact that I got it. The only thing that uh, upset me is that you can't mod... Like, you, It's not that you can't mod it. It's that there aren't really very many mods for it. And, and some of the most important mods have not gotten transferred over. Something like SkyUI... To play it on the PC without a controller, Sky UI is like a must because you can tell that when they designed that game, their menu was completely designed with the controller in mind. Because when I first played Skyrim, it was on Xbox 360, and it worked flawlessly with a, compu- with a controller. Like the menus felt great for a controller. You put a keyboard and mouse on the menu, it, it's pretty fucking clunky. Yep, and I
0: would totally play Skyrim Remastered on my console if I didn't have to buy it again.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I thought that was really cool. It's like, if you already own the DLC and everything, hey, have a fucking copy of Skyrim Special Edition. I thought that was pretty awesome. I downloaded it. And, you know, I started a game. I haven't played much of it,
0: though. (sighs) You know what I haven't played much of is Overwatch. Yeah, I played some of that. Season 3 came out, what, two days ago? today
1: I th- was it today no, or is yesterday i thought it was out on tuesday I, think. I don't know i was online you're right because I, I wasn't online at all last night so yeah the day before because i was playing hots when the season went live so let's just get it right out of the way how'd your places matches go uh three thousand uh I'm, i that's what i am i'm three thousand yep all right, we're just going to let you guys believe he's 3,000.
0: <laughs> you know what? I played 3v3 and loved Sombra, but she is not nearly as good in an actual 6v6 game that I... Yeah, anyways.
1: well, and, you know, me and me and Grid were kind of discussing this before you had gotten on tonight, is that I think where she could possibly shine is in, you know, a full, full six-person team. And really, as Sombra, you just focus on... Hacking their health packs and doing call-outs. You're a spy. You're not really engaging. You're not really trying to get kills. You try and harass a little bit if you can. But you're more of an information gatherer and setting things up. Like waiting for that moment when you can EMP right before the Zarya throws the gravity well so that Reinhardt can't use his shield. You know what I mean? Whereas Yada can't throw his ult and, and fuck it all up. So it's But yeah, she's not she's not strong Enough on her own as a solo 1v1 duelist, I think, to be really good in just general pub games.
0: Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. How you describe it there is pretty much exactly how I felt.
1: Yeah, because she's super fun to play. And I still enjoy playing her. And like, I'll play her on quick match and stuff. But I also know that it's going to be difficult to really get a lot of kills on her. That's just not what she does. So, you know, then just try and cause some havoc or whatever. But, yeah, she's not strong enough to carry a game by any means.
0: And See, what you said is pretty much how I played her in 3v3. I'd run in, stealth in, and tell Grid or Watts or whoever I was with where they were, what they were doing. And then as soon as they pushed, I'd hit from behind and just kind of
1: clean up, chaos it up. Yeah, and depending on if they've got heals, self-heals, you're kind of running cleanup. So if they're taking a lot of damage from the front and then they retreat at half health or whatever, and then all of a sudden you pop in from behind them and jack them up. Yeah, especially with
0: that see them through walls if they're injured thing. Mm -hmm. That makes her actually really fun for cleaning people up.
1: Yeah, that's true. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, I played some 3v3. And honestly, in some ways, I think 3v3 with a full group, mind you. I'm not going to fucking do it solo. But... I think that's my new. I think that's the way I like to play the game. Honestly, like grid and pocket and me, we played. A, we played several games tonight, and I don't think we dropped a single match. And it, we had a blast, you know. And we did a couple where it was like the OP, May Roadhog and Soldier, like that is a really fucking difficult comp to go against. And we ran that a couple times, but I mean, we also ran some other stuff. And had a lot of fun.
0: Well, that's pretty much all I've got to say about Overwatch, though.
1: Yep. I'm officially a potato.
0: (laughs) Rank 3,000. It's over 9,000. That's impossible. It's
1: definitely over (laughs) 9. All right.
0: Let's end it there. I'm stealing this outro. We are just pleased as punch to be part of the Ninja Pancake family of podcasts. You can look at NinjaPancake dot com for other podcasts in our family, such as Bombshell Jackets, GNA, Mulehorn Gaming. Every once in a while, Paul puts out a podcast. It's all right. Uh, what else do we got? Geek Squatch. Geek Squatch. Yeah, I really. Yeah, those boys that. are pretty good. If you. Uh, if you like nostalgia times, thinking about the past.
1: I love that shit. That's All All that shit's right in my wheelhouse, because they're all my age, and they talk about shit that I did when I was growing up, so it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I'm about the same age as Alex, and the rest of them are old like you.
1: Goddamn.
0: Yeah. But anyways, you can find me on Twitter, at IRQTunes, and on Twitch, at IRQ underscore Tunes. You can... Email us at NinjaPancake.com That's loot shoot lane at NinjaPancake.com Sorry, Neo's making faces at me because he's a fucking derp face. Uh, if, what else? Just wait till we
1: do the live stream.
0: The live stream never that's happen. not actually a thing, you
1: fuckers. It'd don't expect. it not be it You just have to stay up fucking late. At you just it, there'll be no schedule. You just have to guess and be like, hey, they're streaming. They must be recording. Yeah, three a.m. on a Tuesday. I don't fucking think so, son. anyways
0: yeah email us rate us on wherever you get your podcast from helps other people find us where can they get a hold of you neo
1: on twitter i am irq neo and twitch it's irq neo
0: yeah it is rebranded and loving that shit yeah i guess all right well let's cut it off there we will hopefully be back next week for a fantastically awesome episode and no promises how our schedule will go over Christmas. It'll probably go shitty. Bye, Neo. You salty cunt. Whoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't be so salty. I wouldn't have to use strong language. You're going to upset our American listeners. They're not used to that kind of language. Well, then edit it out, but <laughs> stop being such a salty bastard.
0: <laughs> oh, Whatever. Finishes game, exits the whole client. Jesus, I was fucking so pissed, dude. So fucking heated. Unstoppable shit. (laughs)
1: Alright.
0: You say heated, I say salty.